The following is a recorded program of a live show. Please do not call in, but feel free to send messages on our WhatsApp line at 876-283-9533. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Hello dear listeners, welcome once again to the Ahmadiyya Muslim community with your usual program answering your questions and also educating the general public on issues, concerns and all that you need to know about the religion of Islam. I am your host Imam Ibrahim Fawson. This program is sponsored by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica and for the knowledge of the new listeners, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is one of the over 70 denominations in Islam which believes in the advent of the promised Messiah, that is the reformer of the age in the person of His Holiness Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, may peace be unto him. The Ahmadiyya Muslim community is spread across over 200 countries and is a peace-loving religious community which rejects any form of violence against God's creation. Our motto has always been love for all and hatred for none. In the course of today's program, if you wish to be part of it, kindly send us your message via WhatsApp and the number to do so is 876-283-9533. I am your host, Imam Ibrahim Fawson. And today we shall be discussing um, the character of the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings of God be unto him. For us as Muslims, we have always said that our faith teaches us and enjoins us to believe in all prophets. And by so doing, we establish interreligious harmony and peace by respecting the leaders of other faiths and we also expect them to do the same which should promote peace. The Prophet Muhammad wasallam, may the peace and blessings of God be upon him was one of the greatest prophets God the Almighty ever created for the benefit of myself and you. He was given the final law that Muslims believe to be the ultimate law um, scripture God ever gave to mankind that is the Holy Quran that we believe in the Holy Quran clearly states that it is a scripture for the entire mankind and the prophet that God gave this scripture to is the person that we're going to um, discuss about his qualities and also the character he was born in the Islamic month which is known as Rabiul Awal and it is the month that we are um, currently passing through. To further clarify that side, Muslims have 12 um, calendar month which is calculated based on the lunar um, rising and um, declining and the month in which the Prophet was born is Rabiul Awal. When this month comes, Muslims all over the world commemorate the life and the character of the Prophet Muhammad what we can learn from his examples 
because the Holy Quran hath clearly stated for us that the prophets have a good example for us to learn from. And with me here, I have our regular um, panel on the show, Imam Tariq Azim, who is the missionary in charge and the president of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. Imam Tariq Azim, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May peace and blessings of God be upon you and all the listeners. Amen. So as I said, um, today's program is dedicated to the character of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and also the fact that we are in the month that the Prophet was given to us. For we as Muslims, we understand the value and the lessons we can learn from it. But for the listeners, what are some of the things that a person who is listening to us and does not um, subscribe to the Islamic faith can learn from the life and the character of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi When we look at the life of the Holy Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, we find him to be, to have gone through you know so many stages in his life okay. that we see that he is a role model for all of us or he is an example for all of us like no one else has been in the history he has gone through times where he was poor he has gone through times when he was an ex- you know quite rich wealthy man how should a person behave in both those different times as a religious, as a as a as a righteous person, sure, he was a you know father, he was a child before that, then he was a, you know an ordinary person, and then he was a king. He was a husband, a, a husband. Exactly, yeah. he was a husband. He was a, um, you know he had many roles to play in his life, which some of us, many of us, do get to experience. But there are some roles that many people don't experience. Like for example, there might be a rich person. Uh, a wealthy man and uh, his child is just because he's born into that sure, household becomes sure, rich sure. right um some persons so th- there's a uh, especially in certain countries in third world countries we see that the father was the you know the leader of of an area yeah. his son is also going to be the leader or automatically. The l- automatically of that an, of that area but then again he has never lived through the other side the poverty side sure some cases like for example prophet jesus peace be upon him he was born in a very humble household, sure. but he was never made the king anywhere. So how do we know that Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, uh, how could we consider him a role model for a situation where we don't know when he wasn't, he didn't even go through that. Okay. In case of Prophet Muhammad, peace Salam be upon Salam. him, God wanted him to become an example for the mankind. So God put him through every kind of situation and this is what we are discussing here that for this reason prophet muhammad peace be upon him and his life and character are such that we need to look at and see that how he behaved in each situation i'll give you another example look at how you know he was even forced to fight battles against the disbelievers we have discussed sure, them in sure, the past yeah. that how because you know islam says that in self-defense alone you have the you've been given the right to fight just like anybody sure. can understand and in those situations even then how he treated his opponents, his enemies, the people that intended to kill him, how he treated them. So each of those things, you know, like for example, uh, become an example for us. So this is what, I mean, uh, what we see in the life of Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. We don't need to uh, necessarily adhere to his faith even and still be able to benefit from his life and character. There are people in the history we find, Mahatma Gandhi, a very um, well-known, you know, 
uh, scholar as well as a uh, you know a freedom fighter from sure. India, Nelson Mandela, Mandela and many other people that have stated some great things about Prophet Muhammad peace sure, be upon sure. him. Great historians of the past have written about Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, the will that he had, the care that he had for the people around him, the 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 qualities of leadership that he had in him, the way he was with his family and all these things. They're exemplary and they're People of the past, uh, well-known people of history, have praised the Prophet for these for the, for his qualities. So, I mean, if if well-educated people that we considered well-educated have praised him because of his qualities, there is sure. no doubt an ordinary man like one of us should have any reason to to hold animosity or any hatred towards that great man that that Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him was. So, in essence, you are taking us through or giving us some um, lessons about the phases of life that he passed through. And it did not happen by accident. God wanted to, um, through him, give us some lessons that if we pass through those phases in life, what are we to do? We have somebody who passed through those stages and he exemplified himself. He distinguished himself in those instances so much so that we can learn from him. Um, we know that he was born an orphan. He, he never saw his father. His father died even before he was born. And then when he was six months, uh, six years old, his mother also died. He was given to his grandfather. His grandfather died two years after. All these phases of life, the way he comported himself, though he was a child, but then there are historical evidence to show that even when he was under his grandfather's you know, care, about less than eight years, whenever food was being shared, he would be sitting at some corner patiently, waiting, unlike the other children who would be going, you know, jumping over others' shoulders for their share. He would be sitting, waiting patiently until his name was called before he would come for food. He was a husband. He basically, he lost his children. So all these things you are saying that he passed through all these stages as a lesson for us so that when we get through those places, we can manage ourselves at correct, least. Correct, correct. I mean, um, the difficulties that he endured in his life, in every way, in physical manner, in emotional manner, in mental manner, the way, you know, the tragedies just kept, kept coming at him, yeah. the issues that he had to resolve around him, um, it, it is exemplary. I mean, it, no other person in the history of, of mankind, mankind yeah. has gone through diff that many different stages and being an example for others to follow how we should behave when a tragedy hits us so i mean of course we don't have the time to discuss each of sure, those things today sure. and in the future at some point we will be uh, discussing these uh, topics separately like for example holy prophet muhammad peace be upon him as a husband sure we can look at narrations stories that how did he treat his family sure we can look at uh, st another subject for example holy prophet in light of tragedies, sure. you know, his, his steadfastness, his patience, that would be in itself a, a, a full chapter. And when he was entrusted with uh, responsibility as a caretaker for a business, the way he distinguished himself. His honesty, sure, his honesty, trustworthiness, yeah, yeah. yes, exactly. All those matters, we, we, we will definitely believe, look yeah, into. So we would have time to deal with those aspects, I mean, in the future. But um, we spoke about the fact that we are passing through the month that the prophet was born. Muslims generally don't uh, celebrate birthday in the kind of, you know, style that people, um, you know, do. 
when I have a birthday, for instance, that day I try to observe a fast and, you know, make prayers and, if possible, give um, charity. This is what most Muslims do. The, the, the fact is that when we say we are passing through the month of the Prophet, the month, the birth month of the Prophet, and we are commemorating his achievements and um, his character, learning from him, are we dealing with celebrating his birthday here? It is a very uh, important question because right at the beginning you mentioned that this is the month uh, in which Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was born about yeah. over 1400 years ago. Yeah. And for this reason, we, you know, are discussing that topic here, sure. discussing his life and character here today. So naturally, the question arises that do Muslims celebrate the birthday of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him? The very simple and straightforward answer is no. Muslims, as Muslims, we do not celebrate birthdays of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon so, him. So. Not just of the Prophet, but of any person. Sure. Because birthday as one of the Khalifas, one of the successors of Ahmadiyya Muslim community explained, that birthday of any person is not something of, um, of significance in a manner. Because that day the child is born, what he achieves in his life, that is something that we need sure, to, sure. To, to celebrate. Right? When someone achieves something, that achievement is the celebration, the birth of any person, it's not significant in any manner. Sure. So for this reason we do not celebrate. Another reason, just look at the life of any of the prophets. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. Prophet Moses. We do not find anywhere in the history that any prophet has ever celebrated their own birthdays. Their own birthdays, okay. or even if the, of their children. Okay. Sometimes, I mean, uh, sometimes prophets come and there is uh, a, a particular tradition is not there. Sure. But they, be, being the you know founders of religion, they establish new traditions. Yeah. With the with the revelation from God Almighty, but Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, so Prophet so. Jesus peace be upon him, Prophet Moses peace be upon him. Throughout their lives, they never started the tradition of birth, celebration of birthdays. If they, I mean, if anyone were to start it, it would have been them. If they didn't start it, they did not celebrate their own or anyone else's in their life. Then why should we celebrate the birthdays of the prophets, even yeah. or even our own family members so. and whatnot? Though. Uh, if we do know that somebody is born on a particular day, for example, you mentioned yourself, I myself, or my children, if we, you know, on that particular day, we can pray extra for them. Sure. That, oh Allah, oh God, you have blessed me or my child with good health. Please keep us in your protection. Sure. Make us righteous. Make him sure. or, you know, whomsoever's birthday it is, pray for them. This is how we celebrate the birthdays. Prophet's birthday, even on his, you know, for example, the month he's born in, we do not celebrate his birthday. Sure. It should be clearly understood by people. Okay. However, among some Muslim groups, yeah. even among some Muslim groups, they celebrate 12th of Rabiul level this yeah. month um, as, as the birthday of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And they do some, uh, you know, needless things, like, for example, cutting of the cake, lighting the whole town and having some decorations in certain areas, some exhibitions like uh, just just for pleasure, not not any meaningful uh, this, exhibition. This will clearly be an innovation. It is an innovation, yeah. exactly. So Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon so, him, again, so. just look at his life. He was born, he lived a life of 63 years. He was prophet before he passed away for 23 years. Yeah. During his that, that whole period, we do not si find one reference where he's celebrating in any of these manners. Okay. So, so Ahmadiyya Muslim community, our community, started this trend about 100 years ago that when the time of the birthday, 
uh, comes around, not necessarily on the birthday, but this month comes month, around, yeah. uh, we hold conferences on the life and character of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, Allah peace Allah. and blessings of Allah be upon him. So that is something that we have started to do. And this is something to celebrate. This yeah. is something to look at. Prophet's life sure. is something to look at because there is lessons for all of us to be learned from there. Um, before I even come uh, to that, for you to take us through exactly what what happened, I would like to announce the 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 the, the message line for those who have been with us. I believe by now they are aware, and for the new, for the sake of the new listeners, if they want to be part of the program they can send in their comments and questions through our whatsapp line 8762839533 again 8762839533 so now um can we take us through what transpired last week yes last week um last weekend last sunday we held sure. uh, our jalsa siratun nabi yeah which is a conference on the life of Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And uh, we had our members of the community attending from all over the island. Yeah. And other than our members, we had several guests from outside as well. And basically, throughout the program, we highlighted uh, many um, you know, incidents from the life of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Some of his characteristics were brought up. Some of his uh, you know, uh, life incidents were mentioned and different things were done. So, I mean, I personally felt rejuven rejuvenated and uh, I felt, a, you know, a, a new uh, love and or in, I should say increase in love yeah. for the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, for, for all that he went through for, for, the, for the sake of mankind. And after the program, when I spoke with guests who were not Ahmadi Muslims, sure. when they heard about the life and character of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, they were amazed. They said that we... we we understand and we respect this person for what he has done for us and um, and many of them are starting to you know move closer uh, or is to have a more closer love and relationship yeah. with the prophet sure, this way sure. now so this is this was what the program that we had okay. we had several speeches and you know many other uh, things and again i mean we, we the purpose was to talk and discuss the life and character of the holy prophet muhammad peace be upon him thank you very much at this point i would um as we said, the program's purpose is to educate um, the general public and the listeners about um, Islam and also the holy founder of Islam, the teachings. And as we said, we are focusing on the qualities and the character of Prophet Muhammad In your earlier submission, you um, hinted that there are some great people, great men, in history who have given a good you know remark about the life of prophet Muhammad and also the fact that we don't have to be necessarily muslims to learn from the life of the prophet Muhammad because there are several great i mean men and women of of i mean our time and even in the past who have introduced things that we are so proud to be attached to. However, we don't know them. We don't even know their religious affiliation. We don't even know the language they spoke. For instance, um, things like Valentine and, you know, some, several other things. People get so attached to it, but then they don't even have idea the person who introduced it, the kind of, you know, nature he had. 
just that you know people practice certain things and then people so take us through some of the things that we can learn from the prophet um in terms of the attributes uh yes before i move in uh, move to discuss the uh, the attributes sure. of prophet muhammad peace be upon sure, him sure. Um, I just wanted to, as I mentioned, that many historians and many well-known figures of the history have talked about Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and praised him. Uh, George Bernard Shaw, he was, uh, you know, a writer as well as a politician. He said about the Prophet. It is, it is mentioned that he said that he, the Prophet, must be called the savior of humanity. I believe that if a man like him were to assume the dictatorship of the modern world. He would succeed in solving its problems in a way that would bring it much-needed peace and happiness. This reference is taken from the, the a, a book called Genuine Islam, Volume One, Number Eight, and this was published in 1936 in Singapore. And this person is not a Muslim. Absolutely not a Muslim. Sure. Uh, and look at him; the way he is saying that, the way he, the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, um, you know, uh, uh, dealt with matters during his sure. time. If we had a leader like that or today. if he were to be the leader today our modern day troubles would go away sure, sure. right he understood that and looked at the life and mahatma gandhi again he praised prophet muhammad peace be upon sure, him and sure. he said that he mahatma gandhi from india he says i wanted to know the best of the life of one who holds today an undisputed sway over the hearts of millions of mankind i became more than ever convinced that it was not the sword that won a place for islam in those days in the scheme of life it was the rigid simplicity the utter self-effacement of the prophet the scrupulous regard for pledges his intense devotion to his friends and followers his intrepidity his fearlessness his absolute trust in god and in his own mission these and not the sword carried everything before them and surmounted every obstacle when i closed the second volume of the prophet's biography i was sorry there was no not more for me to read of that great life interesting so now this is a man who is well known throughout the world for uh, bringing about a change sure. especially in the subcontinent of india, india yeah. uh, through peaceful means without doing any wars or fighting and and look at him how he is praising the life of the holy prophet muhammad sure, peace sure. be upon him he is mentioned here more than 10 of his attributes his yeah. qualities and now this is what we invite our listeners to to you know understand from the life and character of holy prophet muhammad peace be upon him um for this i mean best uh, resource best, best most concise resource a resource would be the life of muhammad yeah. it is a book yeah. written yeah. by uh, the second khalifa of ahmadiyya muslim community and it, the copies of this book are always available here at the mosque in mahdi mosque uh, in old harbor if anyone is interested they can reach us uh, by contacting us or by coming to the mosque our phone number you have announced many sure. times 8762839533 and we'd be more than happy to provide and uh, even if they need a, i mean a soft copy we can also send to them at via email or even through whatsapp for them to uh, read so uh, at this point can we take us through the examples um let's look at his compassion yes absolutely compassion is uh, one of uh, the attributes that comes up again and again throughout his life every single day rather when sure, we look at sure. it uh, we see that how much compassion how much kindness he had generally for people for humanity sure. in general 
Uh, I will just try to keep everything brief here today and try to mention maybe one or two incidents. Because I believe if we want to go ahead, we can just, you know, under compassion alone, we can have about three episodes <laughs> exactly, on, on, on that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll try to keep it very brief. Um, it is mentioned that um, one time, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he met a person uh, outside and he shook his hands. So th in Islamic tradition, a lot of times we take the hand of the person that we're shaking hands with sure. and we shake the hands with our both hands. Sure. So we take the hand in between and it is a sign of respect sure. as well as shows warmness and you sure. know openness. Uh, so Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be sure, upon sure. him, took the hand of this man and started to shake it, to, say, uh, to, to greet him. And he realized or he noticed that the hand of that man was very hard and rough from the inside. And that happens when somebody works really hard, and sure. you know, for example, lifting some heavy things or certain other things. Weeding and other. Exactly. From that, the hands of a person become very hard and rough. So when Prophet Muhammad peace be sure. upon him grabbed the hand, he he felt kind of uh, you know um, maybe you can say sympathy or respect for that man. Sure. So he started massaging the hand of that person. He started massaging it out of kindness, and he said to that person that your hands are very dear to God. The reason he said that was because this man was a person who was making... Earning from his sweat. Yes, and, and, earning and, from his sweat. He was labor. Work, uh, labor. And Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, respected any such person who put effort to, to make, you know, make, uh, to make, a living. make a living. So this is what we see here. But at the same time, just look at the love of Holy Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him. Just he, just that he touched the hand of another person, and because of those rough hands, he felt kindness and love and compassion towards that man, and he started massaging it softly. How often do we see that around us? Who does that out of kindness? Sure. Or we notice it sometimes, sure. but we don't pay heed. We don't pay extra care or attention towards them. So this was the character of Holy Prophet Muhammad sure. in, in, in regards to compassion. Um, I'll give another example. There was a man who had converted to Islam. He was not from a city. He was actually from one of the neighboring villages. And uh, because sometimes coming from a village, uh, a person is not well acquainted with the fashions yeah. or the current trends of the city. Sure. So this person was not very uh, well respected in that manner uh, by the people of that area where he was living now in sure, the town, sure. closer to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And people would, uh, you know, uh, make fun of him, uh, pass comments about how he looked. Sometimes people did not like him the way he looked, perhaps because of his sweat, because of his smell, or any of these things, people, you know, avoided him. But Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, always showed kindness towards him. Yeah. This man's name was Zahir. He was a compa companion, and his name was Zahir. And Prophet Muhammad always, sure, sure. peace be upon him, would show kindness towards him. He would say that he is our friend from the village. Sure. You know, he's my friend from the village. Yeah. And uh, publicly, just so that he is showing respect for that man publicly. One time it so happened that this, this man from the village, he was selling something in the market. And Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, noticed from far. And uh, instead of going to him directly, he went from behind him and put his hands on his eyes out of affection okay. out of love to to to, yeah. to ask that you know can you guess who i am yeah. basically and this man was completely surprised in a manner in a way because generally he did not uh, receive that sort of love and affection from, from anyone in the person. community yeah. 
So he was, you know, immediately realized it had to be the Holy Prophet Muhammad, okay, peace so and blessings of God. Basically, he said nobody could do that except the Prophet Muhammad who gave him shown that kind of love, looking at how people treat him. Correct. Wow. Yes. So this this is something that we see. It was compassion of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, the love and kindness that he had towards people. That even the people who were not respected in the society, who were looked down upon, Prophet Muhammad peace be upon Salaam him Salaam. would share a meal with them sometimes, sit down with them, and you know, uh, just casually sit down and hang out with them, rather than uh, making anyone uh, feel that they're not needed, they're or, or 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 they're not accepted or anything like that. He accepted everybody around him and showed love to all of them, you know, equally. This was, you know, we can see. The compassion and character, uh, compassion and love in the character of the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You said we are going to give only two, and then when you um, stated the man, I mean the case of the person from the village, it reminded me of an incident which is very popular in the Islamic um, history, of this gentleman who came to the mosque, and um, he was of low understanding, so he came to the, uh, the Prophet's mosque. And then uh, when he felt the call, I mean nature's call, he just started, I mean, you, I mean, passing water, urinating basically in the mosque, at the corner of the mosque, inside. And the companions of the prophet, they could not kind of understand what this man was doing. Literally, are you literally, I mean, passing water, I mean, peeping in, in, the, in the prophet's mosque? I mean, how, how could you do that? So the wanted to ask some people who say rough him up but the prophet advised them and said no don't touch him on the contrary go and get water and wash it because in that you're going to get blessing unlike going to you know you know hurt him so mm -hmm. this is the kind of um uh, person we're talking about and we ask ourselves how many what are the current churches or the current mosques that a person of even on sound mind or whatever would go to the church or the mosque and then begin to urinate in the mosque, I mean, or in the church. And then people are going to say, or the, the, the head pastor or the head, I mean, leader would say, no, don't touch him. Just, you know, uh, go and get water and, and, and wash it. I mean, it, it's, so, it's so amazing the kind of yeah, life. I that mean, I mean, ignore the mosques and churches. Just think about anyone's house. house yeah. If anyone's visiting your house, how would you treat a person who does that, that kind that, of. In, uh, your, in your house. Yes, indecency or, you know, uh, such action. Our reaction towards that person would be of anger, and uh, <laughs> but Prophet's <laughs> compassion and kindness, even to such person, you know, he was kind and, and and he's like, it's okay, he has done something, sure, but let's let's just clean it up yeah. and and not not hurt him. That's a very good example of. So compassion. the the numbers again, um, for those who would want to be part of the program, I, you can send your messages and questions to eight seven six two eight three nine five three three. Let's look at his level of humility, how humble he was. Could you share some example for others, I mean, for us to learn from? Yes, absolutely. Um, humility mm -hmm. is another trait that stands out from sure. the life and character of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Sure, sure. You know, he was a man who came from a very simple, humble uh, beginning or sure. background, and then God made him a ruler over a large area. Yet it, his humbleness remain the same nonetheless many a times people become uh, you know from poverty into uh, just a little bit wealthier little bit wealthier sure. and they, they they treat others as if they they, they have no respect for sure, people for anymore them, yeah. but prophet muhammad peace be upon him extremely humble when he would go somewhere i mean like sometimes you can't even 
tell that this is this is a man who is you know thousands of people look up to sure. like he's is that humble like it is mentioned that you know if one if, if his clothes got ripped he would just patch them up rather than trying to go and buy new clothes just for something that could be repaired sure, sure. something that could be mended this is just a, is an example of his humility you know like i mean here people there we see people around us who spend thousands of dollars sure. just to buy yeah. very nice and fancy pants sure. and things and maybe it's just six months later or a few months later sure. even when the pants or the clothes are still good maybe just you know put them aside because they don't like them anymore sure. or because the trend has changed or the fashion has changed or something maybe a minor rip has come into it but prophet look at his humility so, so. he keeps using the same one same clothes as long as they're overall okay he would just patch them and keep using them this is his level of his humility sure i said that you know uh, how it was uh, sometimes not easy to distinguish if he is uh, you know between two people going whether, together whether he was the boss or he was the servant exactly this actually an incident took place in his life when he was migrating from makkah because of the persecution okay to this new town of Medina. Sure. So it was a several days journey and shortly before Medina he made a stop in a town called Quba. And you know the message of Islam had reached to many parts of Arabia and people who had accepted him as a prophet were all over the place in many different towns. Many of them had not yet met the prophet but they had okay. heard his message uh, maybe through one of his through his uh, you know his missionaries or sure. messengers. So when the prophet reached this town of Quba many people from there gathered to see the prophet that who he is and you know go say uh, go seek blessings from him so the prophet peace be upon him sat sure, under sure. a tree uh, along with his another companion who later became the first successor of the holy prophet Muhammad peace be upon him sure, sure. and the people started to gather around them and you know some of the people they were looking at the prophet for the first time because of the way the prophet was dressed and the way his companion was dressed some people started thinking that abu bakr may allah be pleased the with him the companion Rada. is the boss or the leader or the prophet <laughs> and this is you know just a companion prophet yeah. muhammad is actually just a companion who is with him so this because of this misunderstanding um, the other companion who had been trained in the company of holy prophet muhammad sure, peace sure. be upon him he stood up and he stood beside the prophet at an angle from where the sun was coming and hitting the prophet directly so, so that to protect or to become the shade, shade yeah yeah he stood beside the master the prophet sure. to highlight that no i am just a servant he is the prophet so this was his humility of of that companion to highlight it to people that no i am nobody this is the the prophet and the humility of the prophet that he did not dress in any particular manner that would make the people think that look at his clothes how fancy they are this is the man who must be uh, you know the prophet or anything like that a very humble very simple and straightforward person another or the last incident i will mention under humility is when the demise of the holy prophet muhammad peace be upon him was near yeah he gathered the people one time and he stood before them and he said that if i have hurt anyone throughout my life then i would like to apologize for that and if i have hurt you please come forward and let me know so that i can make amends or take revenge come and take revenge, you can if, take you, revenge. if you can yeah exactly so i mean look at the humility of this man he is a leader of thousands of people and a prophet of allah the almighty prophet of god almighty 
the greatest human being and role model for all of us and he stands before people and he says that if i have hurt you please come and take revenge because i want to go before my god when i pass away with a clean slate and he did it because he knows that he's human being and if possible maybe something might have you know being human being yeah there are minor minor things that sometimes we don't consider even as as sins exactly but then others around us may kind of you know feel might it. Have, yes might have gotten sure. hurt emotionally sure. or something sure. like that so i mean look at this i mean do you see any leader in the world doing that today it it if it, it's not existing it's exactly it's it's not uh, we look around us we look at our leaders within the country the prime minister to all the way to the local um the mp or anybody we do not see that type of humility on any worldly person not just in jamaica sure. in any part in of the any world, part of the world yeah. that would show that type of humility so but prophet muhammad peace be upon him stood in bef- before the people and said that if i have hurt any one of you please come and take the revenge so what happened then nobody of course everybody stayed quiet but except one person stepped forward all of majority of them were muslims all of them were muslims and one person stood forward he said that prophet of god you hurt me one time you elbowed me in your, my back accidentally your elbow hit me basically yes, your elbow hit me accidentally one time i know it wasn't on purpose he clarified that but i i i was hurt and you you know for that i would like to take the revenge so prophet muhammad peace be upon him his offer of taking revenge was not mere words he was sincere yeah. so he said yes please come forward and take your revenge that man he said oh prophet of god at that time i was not wearing any shirt because well one because of the weather the heat of arabia especially because of poverty many times people did not have clothes to cover their full body sometimes so for any one of those reasons that man was not he said i was not wearing a shirt that time so i would like to take your revenge while you're also not wearing the shirt so prophet lifted his shirt from the from the back and he said that okay come take revenge the man came forward left forward and hugged the holy prophet peace be upon him he said i you know your his heart he was looking for an opportunity to be close to the prophet he knew that the most beloved of mine the person i love the most is about to pass away soon and i won't have this type of opportunity ever again in my life So he said to the prophet I have I I would never take revenge from you even if you you know did hurt me accidentally I would never but I just thought it was a good opportunity for me to express my love and feel your warmth to feel your love this way the other companions who were around they 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 said that we we, we our the, blood was yeah, boiling blood inside boiling. us that what is this man doing like if if he could stop it in any way we would have but the prophet was allowing this thing to happen, to happen. but when they realized they were envious of him that look at what this man has like, has done and like w- peter peter cut somebody <laughs> yes um the, the companions were you know uh, boiling as they said their their blood was boiling because they couldn't see when a person said uh, your elbow hit me and he says come and take revenge you would literally think that the person is also coming to hit the prophet with his elbow so but then he came and showed love and i mean hugged as you said and also kissed him and said i mean this is what i just wanted a closer opportunity interesting so i mean this incident shows the love of uh, the companions towards the holy prophet peace be upon him but the uh, but the main point was the humility of the prophet sure. we don't see that we don't see that in any worldly leader we ourselves i mean we do not claim to be perfect as sure. you know, me and you or any but we try 
We aspire to be like sure. Prophet Muhammad peace Salam be upon Salam. him and this is what we try to follow that always be humble always remain um, always practice sure. humility sure. let's look at um, his level of kindness and also love towards children yes this is another important aspect in many a uh, cultures uh, many cultures it is it is sometimes considered um, you know basically not respectful or it is not considered right for a father to show love towards his children it is considered something that only the mothers should do the fathers should not do that oh. so arabia because of the type of environment it was because of the way they wanted to raise their children many fathers did not show that kind of love and compassion towards children one time prophet muhammad peace be upon him uh, you know he was uh, passing by some and he was hugging some children he's met some children he hugged them he kissed them and another man who was with with the prophet or maybe just an observer he said i have 10 children or i don't remember the exact number but he said i have uh, this many children and i don't love them the way you are loving these children who are not even your biological children basically exactly so prophet muhammad peace be upon him gave him a lesson and others all of us through sure. that that it doesn't mean that if you have a child uh, just to make him strong you feel you feel that you should not love but rather you should show love and kindness towards children this was the practice of holy prophet muhammad salam, peace salam. and blessings of god be upon him he used to say that you should respect your children yeah akrimu auladakum yeah. that respect your children wa give respect to your children adabahum. yeah wa ahsinu adabahum and the second is and you know while you're respecting them teach them, them good manners, good manners yeah. so prophet muhammad peace be upon him showed extraordinary uh, kindness and love towards children every time he would be walking outside anywhere and he would pass by a child he would always greet sure. he would always say assalamu alaikum peace Keep be upon you, you. Yeah. i mean there are children on the side of the road many of the adults they don't even consider showing any affection towards towards children i mean sure i mean there's little infants or little babies yes we all admire but a child 7 years 8 years 10 years old he could be you know going through a lot of hardship but we might just pass by and not even care this is how sad sometimes we notice our uh, situation is in the society but prophet muhammad peace be upon him always showed respect to the children and this boosted the morale of the children the confidence of the children to become better human beings sure it is uh, you have more to share yes definitely okay. i have a couple of yeah. incidents okay. to share okay okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> um, the prophet sorry, holy sorry. prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he had two grandchildren by the name of hasan and hussein regarding them it is said that prophet showed used to show extraordinary kindness and love towards them whenever he would go to the mosque if he could take them with him sure. he would do that and even when he would be praying sometimes these uh, these children they would be on top of him you know like uh, just playing around yeah, him like our children do they climb exactly yeah. they climbing over the person who's praying and prophet muhammad peace be upon him would not push them aside that no it is time for my prayer and get out of my way or something like that why you know you should show respect or something like that no i think literally <laughs> that that practice looks a little bit irritated i mean to some degree when you are praying and you need concentration and you have like a 2 year or 3 year old boy who is climbing over you when you are bowing prostrating and we tolerate it just because we know there is a leader an <laughs> example for us who did the prophet himself so tolerated nice. it when the children were praying i mean uh, playing 
over him when he was praying. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as Muslims, our form of worship, if someone sure. who doesn't know a new, you know, somebody who has not been to a mosque, Muslims do not even look around during their prayers. Sure. Because we believe that we are standing before God Good, Almighty yeah. and we try to avoid all distractions. Yes, concentrate, yeah. We concentrate sure. on our prayers, on our words that we are speaking before God because we feel that we are standing before God at sure. that time. We are standing before our Creator and if we are doing that, then there is no reason for us to look around or pay attention to other things that are happening around us too sure. much. But even during that time, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said that children should not just be, you know, uh, neglected in that sure, manner sure. because as you mentioned because of that example sure. we try to follow I mean sometimes when I'm praying at the house and my children who, uh, under the age of two years like sometimes they're walking around us running around us and sometimes they come stand right where we are going to prostrate or bow and all we can do is just nicely put them aside <laughs> and go ahead into our prayers so this is from the example of Prophet we learned right but he showed example of this kind throughout his life even, I mean, it, it might be a bit uh, off the topic, but I will still mention it, this incident here. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, has taught the prayer leaders, like one who is leading the prayer, that if a child is crying at the back somewhere nearby, sure. he should shorten the prayer. Or when you are leading a prayer and a, a mother's child is crying, you should lead, I mean, yeah. You should quicken the prayer so that you're not troubling the mother with the pain of the ch crying sure, child. Sure. So this is an example that Prophet had his mercy for children as well as for humanity in general. Lastly, I will just mention one incident um, which, which you know, shows the kindness that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had so, so. in his heart towards children and we all need to adopt that as well. One of his grandchildren was very ill one time and his daughter uh, called upon the Prophet to come so, so. and uh, you know take a look at the child who's, who's, who's on his deathbed basically. So when Prophet went, peace be upon him, the child was in severe pain and it was visible that this child would not live for too long. The Prophet, peace so, be so. upon him, lifted the child, kissed the child, showed some affection to the child. While he did that and observing that the child is in so much pain, the tears started to run down his eyes. One companion who stood beside the Prophet, so, Holy so. Prophet, uh, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. He asked that, O Prophet of God, you give us a message of patience. That, you know, whenever trouble comes, you should always be patient. Yeah. But yet you are here, an example for all of us, and you are crying. Prophet of God, Holy Prophet Muhammad, so, so. peace and blessings of God be upon him. He said that, God has made my heart full of mercy. Perhaps your heart has no mercy, that's why you might not cry. Meaning that it is natural to when see you see someone in pain, you should have yeah. some feeling, some pain in yeah. your heart and tears should flow. Agony, yeah. So Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, this is the love and kindness he had towards children. Just, I mean, even though he went through so much, he kept his calm, his composure, he did not start complaining to people or anything. He pres he cried, yes. But he did not uh, follow the traditions where people would start pulling their hair, wailing, their clothes, wailing and then wailing you know, and passing comments. Things. 
Exactly. Okay. So he practiced practiced patience in that sure, manner. Sure. But at the same time, because his heart was full of mercy and love for children, I mean, just seeing the child in pain brought tears down his eyes. And this is, I mean, again, sometimes uh, in the society it is considered that no men should never cry. Men should be very strong in this manner. Sure, we all as humans should try to be as strong as possible. But certain places, such as uh, when we see someone else in pain. If it brings tears to our sure. eyes, there it is out of mercy. Sure. It is out of love. Sure, I believe you have a lot to share, but then um, we should be concluding the program in about ten minutes or less than that. And with his example and the kindness towards children, several examples come to mind. But then um, let me just maybe add one or two. Basically, time is already gone. It is stated that in the streets of uh, Medina. The Prophet was so close to children that even children would hold either his hand or they would hold his clothes and be moving around with him and he has to just follow them. People were surprised and said, why would you allow children, you know, and the children became so used to it. Anytime they saw him, they would hold his hand or they hold his piece of cloth and they would be, you know, dragging him and he, he would just be following them. And this did not, it was not only limited even to children, even animals. Um, there's this hadith a saying which said that one day one day the Prophet Salaam was sleeping and a cat came to sleep on his piece of cloth which was you know spread on the on the on the, on the floor. So when he got up it was time for prayers. And you know as Muslims we would not leave our prayer for anything. He had to get up to go for prayers. But then if he got up he was going to disturb the cat sleeping on, on, on his, you know, uh, cloth. So what he did was he cut that portion that the cat was sleeping on in order to go and fulfill his religious obligation by going to pray, but also not disturbing the cat. Mm -hmm. And the question sometimes we ask is how many of us would, you know, would, would, would do this in this, you know, time and age mm -hmm. and looking at. And there's not even any single person in the history of mankind who has, you know, um, a little idea of what the Prophet Salaam did. So I would, I would, um, Reserve the rest of the time for you to talk about forgiveness, his level of forgiveness. Yes, his level of forgiveness is something that is uh, exceptional. I mean, whatever attribute you live at, uh, you look at, you're amazed at how did the Prophet set such so high standards. And uh, as a human, it is like we find it difficult to even be close to sure, those standards. Sure. But the way he has set those standards, that's where we try to get each and every day. Because of the shortage of time, I'm not going to mention the two, three incidents that I had in mind. But just look at this example. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, along with his companions, lived in Mecca. The people there, Muslims, as well as Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was tortured. Many people were killed. Some by, you know, by not giving them food, water for days. Sometimes just... Um, putting them on the hot coal or sand or just you know in many many torturous sure. ways people were uh, put through persecution through pain and many cared, cared many killed well. because of those, those reasons so because of these reasons Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him so, migrated so. to Medina many a years later about eight or nine years later God you know turns the situation such that Prophet Muhammad peace so, be upon so, him so. became the ruler of Mecca, the same town that he belonged to, the same town that, persecuted, that him. persecuted him and his people and killed many of his own family members. Even. Sure. 
when he went back the people knew that they were deserving of punishment the people of that town knew that we had done so so many wrongs that it would not be unjust for If the prophet to just you know retaliate to, to exactly to punish all of us to uh, to to order uh, punishment for people who had committed crimes murders and different things like that and and uh, you know basically even kill them in, ret- in return for what they had done they went before the prophet and prophet asked them that how should i treat you <laughs> instead of giving a verdict he said how do you want me to treat you they knowing the character of the holy prophet peace be upon him they said that o prophet of god treat us the way joseph treated his brothers joseph peace be upon him we learn as well as in the bible as in the holy quran that he was uh, you know his brothers had basically left him in a well Sure. And when he was still a child and told the father that he has died but God saved him and made him a ruler over a large area and then later those brothers were in front of Joseph asking for forgiveness and Joseph peace be upon him being a prophet forgave them so prophet Muhammad peace be upon him he said enough. repeated the words of uh, of uh, prophet Joseph Joseph to them that no um, you know punishment shall come to you today for all your crimes you've committed you're forgiven And now look at this level of forgiveness. Whom did Joseph peace be upon him forgive? His own brothers. His own brothers. Siblings. Here the prophet peace be upon him was not forgiving his brothers or sisters or aunts and uncles but rather the whole town. The people who had committed atrocities against his families, his own family, he forgave them all. So this was the level of forgiveness that Holy Prophet Muhammad peace and blessings of God be upon him taught us during this migration from mecca to medina his sure. own daughter was killed sure by one of the one of the people one of the disbelievers prophet muhammad peace be upon him did not even punish that man for murdering before the uh, before this day that prophet muhammad peace be upon him became the ruler of this area one lady had the uncle of holy prophet muhammad assassinated hazrat hamza and she had chewed on the liver she had mutilated the body and chewed on the liver of the holy prophet uh, of the uncle of the holy prophet peace be upon him yet the holy prophet peace be upon him forgave her also so i mean there are countless examples of his forgiveness how he used to forgive uh, and there is something for all of us to learn and we should not i mean th- he was always just though i mean it's not like that uh, he treated he forgave one kind of person and he would punish another he wherever he saw that somebody could benefit from forgiveness he forgave them regardless if it was a family member or not he treated them all with love and kindness and was ready to forgive people if they were willing to improve themselves thank you very much and so soon the program has come to an end and um a lot more could have been said but due to the time uh, constraint we could not cover what we intended to cover there is a lot to share but um, i would uh, recommend one book um, which is the life of muhammad free copies basically are available for whoever wants to you know grab and read and if you want the soft copy also we could uh, make it available by sending messages to 8762839523 whatsapp message to be precise and i should say thank you very much for coming today 
and also to my dear listeners, indeed, the Prophet Muhammad's life is a lesson for us, just like the Holy Quran says, that that in the Prophet's life there is a great example for us. Until we come your way next time, it is Assalamu alaikum. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Love for all and hatred for none. Come on.